We last time learned the big detail. Which Ram himself is terrific to explain us the great detail. The Ram is a lot of words to explain a point, and that is that if a person has Bakhira and he chooses the wrong thing, does that mean he's doing what Hashem doesn't want? Because the Hashem, Hashem wants people to do the right thing. And therefore, do we say that if a person is choosing to do the wrong thing, he's doing something Hashem doesn't want? And if that's the case, things aren't going the way Hashem wants them to go. Is this a question you know, between Bechira and Yedir? No, before that. It's a, it's a, before we get to Yedir. It's a question of Rasim. And that is that uh, we, the, we work with an axiom that what Hashem wants to happen is what happens. And we, a second axiom would be that Hashem wants people to do the right thing. So how do people do the wrong thing? Does that mean that what happens is what Hashem doesn't want? So we already started last time and said Hashem does want. That's exactly what Hashem wants. Hashem wants people to have Bechira. And if Hashem wants people to have Bechira, Bechira means that there's an option of being a Tzaddik. Bechira means there's an option of being a Rasha. And if they weren't both real options and in both ways couldn't happen, then there wouldn't be Bechira. And therefore, in as much as that Hashem wants people to be Tzaddikim, but He wants it to be Bechira. And wants it to be Bechira means that people will be able to do the wrong thing too. So does that mean that all the, every, the whole uh, sad and... Uh, tortured route that Klai Yisrael have been with all the tsarists and all the persecutions and all the tragedies is what Hashem wanted. So what's the answer to that? That's what I'm talking about now. And that is it's, it's, we have to explain like this. Can they say that Hashem exercising his Bechira wrongly? Does Hashem want that to happen? Whatever the event is going to be. Hashem wants that to happen? So we have a, a, a paradox here. But if you're going to say Hashem doesn't want to happen, Hashem doesn't want people to do the wrong thing, so how can it be that the world's doing things the whole time Hashem doesn't want? And if you're going to say, no, 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 Hashem does want it to happen, so then it makes the question the other way around. Hashem wants people to do the wrong thing. And what's the answer to the, to the, the question? The answer is, there's two things Hashem wants. Aleph is Hashem wants Bechirat. That's what makes uh, the, uh, human beings uh, able to do something. That, 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 that's what gives... Uh, value to what humans are doing, that there's Bechira. So Hashem wants Bechira. Yes, Bechira comes with the price. And the price is that sometimes people are going to do the wrong thing and, and negative Bechira, use the Bechira negatively. But, the, it, it's, it's like the Ram says, it's, it's, since it's important to Akash Baruch, there should be Bechira, then we made it, then that's part of the Cheshmer of Atkadai, because that will be Bechira. Now, and the second point is, now that there's Bechira, does Hashem want a person to choose wrong? No, He doesn't. He wants a person to choose right. He tells that clearly, And therefore, when a person chooses wrong, is he doing against what Hashem wants? So now here's the point I want to explain tonight. And that is that we understand that Hashem wants it to be Bechira, but at the same time, Hashem doesn't want people to do the wrong thing. And if that's the case, is when a person, when people do do the wrong thing, does that go against what Hashem wants? So here we have to come to an answer, and there's an important principle to explain here. Um, sorry, Nothing can change that. A person's choices are just which way around he's going to get there. 
But at the end of the day, nothing changes what Hashem wants. In other words, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants a person to do something, they'll do it. If a person, Hashem wants something to happen, it'll happen. Nothing's going to change. Bechira can just change the route. Which means there are a number of, there are multiple ways to get to the same point. The multiple ways to get to the same point, a person can choose which route he wants to travel. And that's up to him. It might end, but it's going to get to Hashem wants it to get to. Now, well, how does that happen? And a person has Bechira? And this is a big side. A person doesn't have Bechira on everything. A person has Bechira limited to where Hashem gives him Bechira. And he can make the choices when the choices are given to him to make. And he can choose right and he can choose wrong. But not everything is up to the person. And, and the consequence of the choice is up to Hashem. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch is going to bring things back exactly where he wants them to go. And this is a... We will explain this in a Mikra, from the Pasuk, and from Chazal, and from the Mishan. Because it's a very important principle. When, firstly, the Chazal. There's a Midrash Akhairas that says that the Matronisa asked Rabbi Yechsi ben Kharakta. And he says, since Hashem finished creating the world, what's he doing all day? That's the question that obviously the Romans are very worried about. Because they ask him lots of places. Who, who asked The Romans. Once Hashem is finished creating the world, what's he doing the whole time? So, we know that one time is Gemara Shidduchim, that's one Gemara, it's not the Gemara Asa, another Chazal. And Chazal say, Hashem is Oasis Salamis Barakia. Hashem is making ladders in the sky. And what's the idea of ladders in the sky? That if a person is gets something they weren't, or gets to a place they weren't meant to get, Hashem will burn the slidam or marido. Hashem will make him ladder to bring him down. And if a person is somewhere where they des- where less than where they deserve to be, I call this Baruch who burn the slidam or maaleyu. Hashem will build make a ladder and pick him up. Shneima, kiloi mizrach v'mimayrech, v'loi mimid barhar, ki alakim shayfet zayashpil v'zayar. Hashem is being shayfet. That's when he picks up, that's when he puts down. And therefore what Hashem is busy doing in Shemayim is building ladders. Building ladders is like putting people back where he wants them to be. Shoots and ladders. Right, up, down, wherever you, wherever you are, and Hashem doesn't want you to be there, he'll move you. And that's nothing to do with Bechira. A person is Bechira and then gets him to where he is, and now if it's not, not where Hashem wants him to be, Hashem will put him back where he wants him to be. So that's a, on a conceptual level the Midrash. Let's give some practical examples of this. So what does it help that we were by Hashem is going to push us back into the Let's give some examples of this. Let's say a person's walking in the street, he goes past the store. He happens to look inside, he sees the store's empty, the storekeeper's not there. And there's a thousand shekels lying on the counter. So he makes a quick crash and he thinks, no one's here. I can dash in the second, grab his money, stuff in my pocket, and I'll be up in less than a minute. Dash in cash. No one's going to notice. Now, that's the khira. The person has the choice. I want the money, I grab it right now. I need the money, I could use it very well. So let me go and grab it. Oh, no, no, it's wrong, it's stealing. It doesn't belong to me. It's immoral, I can't steal. I want it, I can't steal. The person has a choice. Now, again, the khira means both options are available. He could try running and steal the money. He could decide, I'm not going to steal, I'm, not gonna, I'm going to walk past. So let's follow both options. Let's first take the option. The guy runs in, grabs one, his tassel pocket, and he's back out again. That was his Bechir. He had the option to steal, and he chose to steal. He now has a thousand shekels because he stole. Okay, that was the Bechir level. And now, and now comes the question, was he meant to have the, an extra thousand shekels or not? If he was meant to have an extra thousand shekels, okay, so he got it. He didn't have to get it by stealing. He found a, he found an awesome way to get it, but if Hashem wanted him to have the money, he got it. So he got it this way instead of a different way. So he'll get punished one day for stealing, 
Back to the Maaseh, Hashem has nothing more to do. He was meant to have that money. Or he was meant to have money, let's say. Just he found a bad way to get it. Okay, so he dealt with Hashem. But let's take the other option. He wasn't meant to have the money. Now, Hashem didn't prevent him taking it, because it's Bechir. But now he has a thousand shekels he's not meant to have. So he's in a place he's not meant to be. Hashem is going to find him a way to lose that money. How? This isn't his Bechir anymore. There are a hundred options Hashem has. Number one, there could be a camera in the store and he's not, he's, he, he, he'll catch him. <coughs> or, or someone could watch him and they could call the police. Number two, the next guy on the street could be a pickpocket and grab it from him and run. Number three, he could lose it. Number four, he could, he could get into an accident and he needs to pay a doctor to fix him up. Hashem has endless amounts of ways to take things back again. Those are the salamas. That has nothing to do with his Bechira. You chose something, you now put yourself in a place you weren't meant to be. Okay? So Hashem has to put things back where they're meant to be again. So, so to speak, reset. And that's, at the end of the day, is he going to have more money than Hashem wanted him to have? No. Except, there are different routes to get to the amount of money you're meant to get. You, you chose to go the route of stealing and taking too much, oh, someone will have to lose it again. And Hashem is there, again, an endless amount of options how to do that. Isn't there a lesson of the Gemara that you're matriach need to return the Right. The Gemara says, the Gemara, the Gemara says about a dayan who judges wrongly. And he takes money from one guy to the other guy when it's not right. So now Hashem says, you're being my so bring it back again. Because the guy who you, you was, was meant to win the case was meant to get the money, and the other guy was meant to lose it, and you, the dying, messed up the halacha, and you gave it to the wrong person. So now basically what you must to do is reset everything and find a way to give the money back. Well, again, it's the same you said. A person is bechira. A person is bechira to do what he wants to do. In the long run, it's not going to change anything. Because at the end of the day, Hashem is going to put things back where he wants them to be. And that's the, the Yisoyed Godel, the Ramban says, What Hashem wants to happen is going to happen. Nothing can change that. What Hashem wants to happen is going to happen. Everything you do is just pursuing the route you want to get. And let's say, go back to our, uh, our friend in the street, we've mentioned him in our marshal before, and let's say he decides, I'm going to be his guide, but I'm not taking the money. I'm walking, I'm walking past him. And he was meant to get another thousand shekels, so then find Hashem the way to give him a letter, to pick him up. We'll get it some other way, you don't have to steal it. Which means at the end of the day, nothing's happening not what Hashem wants. At the end of the day, exactly what Hashem wants is going to happen. Except, the question is just the route you're going to go to get there. And that's, that's where Bechir can make a difference. Bechir can make a difference with the route, we go, with the, route the person chooses to go. At the end of the day, the end point will be exactly what Hashem wants. One way or the other way, and I'm going to give you my marshal from the Torah. And this is a very powerful marshal. This is what Rechazka said. And that is, Pari, the king of Mitzrayim. Hashem told Moshe up front, Pari has a job to play. Pari is going to free the Jewish people. And it's going to make a very big Kedash Hashem. The whole world is going to stand up and see this. Now, so Pari is in a prime position. That's the job Hashem wants him to do. Pari, you're going to free the Jewish people, and it's going to make a huge Kedash Hashem. So Moshe comes to Pari, and Moshe says to Pari, Hashem says free the Jewish people. Shalach HaSamim. Now, Pharaoh has, has a choice. You can either say, like he did say, listen, this is my whole workforce. I'm going to run the economy of Egypt dry by spring all the slaves. Forget about it. I'm not going to listen. Or you can say, you know what, this is a tremendous loss to me. This is all my workers. But Hashem says, I respect Hashem. Son of Hashem, what you say I do, Jewish people go. Hashem overrules me. Had Pharaoh done that, then what would he have done? Pharaoh left and told the Jewish people to go. 
it would have made an unbelievable Kiddush Hashem. The whole world would see what? Which, which king destroys his economy, frees all his, his, whole, his whole workforce? Parrot. If he's a powerful king, why did he do it? Because Hashem said. That would have been an unsurpassed Kiddush Hashem. The Jews would have gone out, it would have been a major Kiddush Hashem. Parrot the option? And Moshe offered it to him. Parrot took root two. And root two was nothing doing. I'm fighting till the end. No one's going. Okay, so we'll go the other route. And what happened at the end? Para gets up and says, Jewish people, out of its rain, as fast as you can, take everything and run. And it makes a tremendous Kiddush Hashem because the whole world sees as much as Para fought tooth and nail to stop it happening, he couldn't. He couldn't. At the end of the day, Mitzrayim fell apart after every Makkah. The, the economy fell apart and, and the, the animals were dead and uh, the, the crops were ruined and half the people were dead at that stage. And that's it. You can't fight Hashem. And at the end of the day, Hashem wants it happened. Our power is the best example. Exactly what Hashem wants power to do, power is going to do at the end of the day. The only question is which route you want to go, power. Do you want to go the route of being the tzaddik and saying, I'm going to do it meratzen and making Kiddush Hashem by being a tzaddik? Or do you want to go the route of being a Russian? and you're going to get dragged to the same point, but at the end of the day, you're going to do what Hashem wanted. And power is just a good example because the Torah graphically tells us what happened to him. But every person is the same. At the end of the day, nothing changes from Hashem's plan. Nothing. What Hashem wants to happen, happens. The only question is, which way around is it going to happen? Are you going to go choose the route of being the tzaddik and it's going to happen because you're being a tzaddik? Or it's going to happen because you're choosing the route of being a rasha? And now go that way around and it's going to happen because you're being the rasha. But the what? so-called so- Whatever Hashem wants. Whatever Hashem decides, this is what's going to happen, it's going to happen. If a person has to give money to stalker, he's going to give the money to stalker. He can choose to. You can choose not to. But it's going to happen either way around. The only question is, what is Bechir? What that is Bechir? And therefore, if that's the case, if you're going to think about it in the bigger picture, so why in the world does Bechir make a difference? Saif will say if the result's always going to be what Hashem wants, and this is the biggest side. The answer is, it's true. It's true. Bechir only makes a difference to the person involved. He's either going to pay the part of the Tzadi, or he's going to pay the part of the Russian. But what he's going to do is what Hashem wanted him to do. If he did it as a Tzadi, he'll get rewarded. If he did it as a Russian, he'll get punished. But what he has to do, he's going to do I'm going to give you my second example of Tanakh now. And my second example of Tanakh is an example you have to see it in the bigger picture because it's an equally good example. But you have to see it in the, in, in the context more than where the Tanakh shows it to you. And that's the story of Haman. Haman is one of our other arch-villains in Nakh. One of the big time Rishon. If you look at the bigger picture, not just in Megiddo's Esther, Haman actually was doing a very important job. Why? Because if you consider in these words, Hashem has a problem. Hashem made a promise to Yemiah and Abiyah, it's in the book, that after 70 years he'd bring the Jewish people back to Eretz Yisrael. And now we're holding 68 years after that promise, and the Jewish people are very, very far from coming back to Eretz Yisrael. They have no interest in it. They're going off the derech at an alarming rate. And they're into Shushan, and they're into, in, into marrying, and all the things that they were doing wrong, and because of Seth Ezra, we can see a whole list of them, they weren't keeping Shabbos anymore. And now one second, Hashem is to bring these people back to Eretz Yisrael. He made a promise. And they're not ready for it. And they haven't done Shiva and not even trying to go to Eretz What's going to happen? So what Hashem needs, Baton, is somebody who's going to be the catalyst to make the Jewish people do Shiva. Because he has a year and a half to go and the first have to come back to Eretz That was in the book. So we need a catalyst that's going to call the Jewish people to do Shiva. That was Haman's job. Haman was a prime minister. He had the control of all the Jewish people. Right, Haman, you have a job to replay in Hashem's world. You're going to make the Jewish people do Tshuva. How are you going to do that? Again, you could have done it as a Tzadik, you could have done it as a Russian. 
what the tzaddik option would have been, we can speculate because we don't know. He wasn't a tzaddik. But we can speculate what he could have tried to do. I don't know. Imagine Mordechai would have been the prime minister already of that. But there was the option of Haman being the tzaddik. Lemaisa, Haman decided to be the super Russian. And Haman decided he's going to annihilate the Jewish people. And he's going to send out edicts that that's it. We're going to wipe out the Jewish people. And what that causes is, it gets all the Jewish people to know, oh, we better be annihilated, we better do each other. Okay, exactly what Hashem wants. Perfect. Hashem, Haman, you paid the part to a T. Thank you very much. You did, got the Jewish people to do each other like nobody else. Right, the Gemara says, more than anyone else. Wonderful. The Jewish people did Shiva, Haman gets hung, the next year Hashem dies, and the Jewish people a year later on the way back to Israel. Which means what Hashem wanted is exactly what happened. Exactly what Hashem needed to happen, happened. And Homer played the part perfectly. Just with, he didn't have the right to hear. Which means he thought I'm being the big Russia, I'm destroying the Jewish people. He got punished for that. So Homer went down the history, it's Homer in Russia, he got hung, he landed up in Gehenna. Okay, he got punished for the, the choice he made. But the role he was meant to play, he played. And that's the big insight. What Hashem wants something to happen, it's going to happen. You can't fight that. Hashem's always going to get what he wants to happen, happen. The only question is the letters. How is it going to happen? Which way is it going to happen? And that's the, the Yisrael of Imunah, which Ramban talks about in so many places. You can't change Hashem's glare. If Hashem decided somebody's going to make money, don't make money. And it doesn't make a difference with the Ishtadlis, with the Ishtadlis, with this way, that way. Yeah. No, no. Person is and Hashem will find a way to make the glare happen. If it's meant to happen, it'll happen. And if a person's meant to lose, he'll lose. And there's nothing you can do to stop that. The glare is endless. Now, why Hashem decides a person's going to want to lose, it's a different question. But once Hashem has made a decision, something's going to happen, nothing in the world can stop it happening. Bechira is just making a choice of the way it's going to happen. The way it's going to happen. And Hashem has lots of options open to it. There are lots of ways things can happen. There's all the salamis in the world. But, the Nukhuda is, Bechira only decides the route you go. Where it's going to bring to, that's what Hashem wanted. You can't change that. And that's Yisrael Taram's question. Is anything happening in the world that Hashem doesn't want? Technically, yes. Because... Hashem uh, doesn't necessarily people want to go the route of being the Russian. Hashem would rather want the route of being a tzaddik. But is anything happening in the world as a result that Hashem does not? Never. Uh, if Hashem didn't want it to happen, it wouldn't happen. And here we see this by Bechira too. People can choose to do all kinds of things and it doesn't happen. It doesn't work. Because if it, if, again, they can make the choice. But uh, afterwards, the, the, what happens is after Hashem. So a person can try something doesn't mean it's always going to work. A person can uh, attempt to do an avera, and if Hashem doesn't want it to happen, it won't. And if Hashem does want it to happen for whatever reason, then it will, and then there'll be the consequence to it. Uh, just like we have so many times that uh, people you know, plan to be terrorists. So they plan, they prepare bombs, whatever it is, and sometimes, unfortunately, they're successful, and very often they're not successful, not because they didn't want to be, but if Hashem didn't want it to happen, so then the Bechir that they wanted to be a terrorist isn't going to work. Hashem didn't want them to be the terrorists. And it's not going to work. They'll blow themselves up. They'll get caught. It'll, the, the, the bomb won't go off. Whatever it's going to be, again, Hashem is an endless amount of options. An endless amount of options. But the Nakoda is that the Bechira is the choice, the direction the person goes. The result is not up to the person. The result is only up to Hashem, and He'll always bring it back to it again. And therefore, to, answer, to go back to finish up the problem the Rambam, is the world going away Hashem didn't want it to go? The answer is no. No. The route that the the option that people choose to go, it's up to them. It might not be the optimal way Hashem wanted it to go, but the results are always what Hashem wants. The results are always what Hashem wants. 
that's a, a person can't change that. That's the that's the first question, the philosophical question that Ram grapples with. A person is the A person can make choices. The choices will send them in a different direction. But that's not going to change the son Hashem. Because whichever direction he descended to, he went with his own Bechira, Hashem will bring it back to where he wants it to come to. And therefore, the only nafkamin of Bechira really is, the Ram says, The reason Hashem created the Bechira is that a person can then get rewarded and punished. And really, at the end of the day, that's the only lasting result of the Bechira. Because the, the, what, what the result is going to be here of a person's Bechira is what exactly Hashem wanted it to be, Merosh. A person can't change that. But the person can change that I act like a Tariq or that I act like a Russian. That I choose right or that I choose wrong. And that's what Bechir is given for. It makes enough community for the person. And then this is the one point we can say that things happen which, which is not what Hashem wants. Hashem doesn't want people to be Russia. Hashem wants people to be Tadika. But that Hashem is not going to prevent. If the person chooses to go the Russia route, Hashem can't stop that because that's Bechir. And therefore, yes, the fact that Hashem wants it to be Bechir means he allows people to self-destruct. He allows people to choose the route of being a Russia, even though he doesn't want that. Hashem doesn't want that route. But because in, in order that there would be the option of rewarding people, which is the, the, the preferred option, so to speak, Hashem has to allow the possibility that people will, will ruin themselves as well. But that's as far as the person as the individual goes. As far as his effect on the world goes, or as far as the drive Hashem wants him to play, that's going to happen regardless. Hashem is going to build the ladders. Hashem is going to make this happen. It will come out always. That's what Hashem Lord and Taka. That uh, Hashem's uh, plan is always going to be in the sky. Two quick questions. Hold 